Spiracles here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took me a second. Got the whole Facebook thing going here. I'm checking to see if it's working. Well, I guess we'll find out afterwards. Hi, Pike. How are you, sir? Good. Good. Yep. I took a melatonin before bed. Yeah. And it boy, it feels like I'm still uh, sleeping. So that's nice. But I you did sleep. So it's a trade-off. Your, your chemical body. Uh, ratio, you, you're, you're popping pills, bro. It's all natural. It's what your body produces anyway, melatonin. Mm-hmm. There's not enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. As you sleep I took some Ambien, too. No. <laughs> just... Which is also natural. <laughs> I slept hard. Yeah, you know, heroin's natural, man. Just increases yeah, my levels of uh, dopamine. And, uh, you know, dopamine is what my brain secretes naturally. So it's natural stuff, bro. It's made from plants. It's all true. No lies here. I mean, that is How true. How are you? Technically. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Everything is all right here. Doing all right. Everything's fine. You got a <laughs> Who's nice... that? Was that convincing? I, I don't believe. I don't believe that everything's all right. <laughs> I'd like to get into that more if I could. No, everything's okay. I'm just being a dick. I'm just having some fun this morning. I've been up since 6, dude. 6 a.m. I woke up. Jesus. Yeah, for no reason. Why would you? Oh, wow. I keep trying to get up earlier, but it seems impossible. So that's why when you tell me you get up at 6, I can't comprehend it. Yeah, well, I went to bed at 11.30 last night, and to me, that's early. And I think my body was just like, ah, that's it. That's all you get. you get. You get your, you know, seven hours of sleep, and you're done. Six and a half hours of sleep, and you're up. Get up, you lazy ass. And I was like, all right, fine. So, yeah, I've just been uh, trying to prepare for the show, trying to get ready. We're going to be talking about YOLO investing Hey, oh, YOLO investing. Oh. I mean, that's something. I mean, if there's something that describes what the hell's happening in the world right now, it's YOLO investing. I cannot wait <laughs> to chat about it and see what you think. It sounds like the most exciting investing we've discussed. <laughs> just like, just by the name. Yeah. I think it is. And we're going to get into it. I can't wait to chit chat about it. That right there is not financial advisor at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. Go over there. Give him an old fella. He's a good fella. Yeah, he's trying to wake yeah. up. Drinking that Joe in the morning. Knocking away that melatonin off his brain. There it is. It takes a while. There we are. We're going to get it, though. We're going to warm up. You went with the black wedding ring? Is it a black wedding ring? Uh, I would say charcoal. Oh, a charcoal. But it's, yeah, it's it's a dark gray. A dark gray. Yeah, I don't know why. 
really no reason. I think I was just wanting to get out of there, so I picked kind of the first one he showed us. <laughs> Not before he could show me the catalog that had like baseball laces on the ring. There's or, dudes or with baseball laces, one. wedding rings. I don't believe anybody's probably ever bought one. <laughs> it's an option. Um, like I looked at him. He's like, "What do you think of this one?" And he was hyped about it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I love baseball. Like the next guy, but yeah, like, I don't think so. I don't baseball think- was my first love. It's gonna be my forever love, honey. Welcome to my <laughs> second place trophy. Because even on my wedding ring, <laughs> baseball comes first. That's all I gotta say. Wow. It's right. Now I went with a silver. Ouch. Ouch, I hit my elbow. I went with a silver uh, ring here. My wedding ring is uh, silver color because uh, my dad has a silver color wedding ring. I remember you explaining that to me once because you got a real slim one too. It's like hardly a ring. I got like a really like thin a- one. I didn't like a bulky, yeah. you know, I just, I don't wear a lot of jewelry. I don't do that. I don't, I got a watch and I got a ring and I, that's all I like, you know, I don't want to. Yeah. Gets in the way. Too. Well, yeah, one, Still gets in the way. Yeah, I don't like it. Honestly, it it, it, it keeps like sliding off now, and it's uh, very annoying when you're lifting weights. Am I just like finding things to brag about here? Like, oh, I'm I know, losing weight and lifting weights. You know, what my douche. fingers are skinnier now that I have uh, less uh, percent body fat. A lot of finger fat melted off because I've been lifting all these weights, which is uh, yeah. now causing two problems for my old charcoal wedding ring. It was silver, <laughs> oh, but since I've been lifting all these black, heavy steel <laughs> weights, all that's rubbed off on that ring. And it, it does get in the way when I'm doing all sorts of, you know, sex and stuff, too. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a... It's a burden. Oh man, boy, yeah. If marriage was, if there wasn't a more really apparent analogy for marriage, it would be. It'd be. It really gets in the way of all this sex. It really is a burden. It's really just always just nagging at me all the time here, left and right. Ah, boy. I'm talking about the ring, honey, not the marriage. Yeah, I understand. No, no, no. I have Uh, no further comment on that. No further comment. Yeah, well, it's a comedy finance podcast where we try to combine two worlds that should not mingle. Like a beautiful, blissful marriage living in harmony. Just lots of, lots of lifting heavy weights and sex. I mean, that's just what this, if. This podcast could be defined as two things. It'd be that. So that's what we're trying to do here. Hopefully we're going to achieve that. If you are here and you're watching, make sure you subscribe over there. YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. It's huge. Big thing. That subscribe button costs you zero dollars. So if you could help us out, that'd be great. And if you're listening on the podcast, Apple podcast, leave us a review, five stars. And then if you type whatever you want, We'll read it back here on the air when we do comment investing, which we're always a fan of. I checked yesterday. We got two new comments up there. Two new reviews over on the Apple podcasts, which is always fun. So we can uh, read that. Are they nice? They're very little teas. Are they nice? Oh, good. Good. Because I I don't think that I could handle a bad one. I think that would destroy me. (laughs) 
Freaky Bobby says, great show. I mean, that's just the title of the fucking show. I mean, or the review. Oh, it says, oh. great, great show. All right, so. Well, then, I would be surprised if the rest of it was, like, negative. Wouldn't that be? That's great show. Love. They fucking suck. <laughs> I just, I want one of those reviews. I want five stars, positive, like, subject in the line. And then afterwards, it's just making fun of our mothers or something for, like, the rest of it. That I'm like. There's the committee that I know and love. There we go. Yeah. Now, now we're a part of it. If it's just a review of Rim Nation, then it's like, ah, the committee members we get. It's uh, five stars, and then it would be just, Pike, how do you love that mayonnaise? You know, like stuff like that. So uh, that I would absolutely love. Can't wait. It'd be like a little, little April Fool's joke, like today. You know that's today? Yeah, you want to know an April Fool's joke, bro? Okay. Fucking Mother Nature. It's snowing here. It's snowing outside right now. There's like an inch of snow on April 1st. Oh, gee. What are we Yikes. doing? <laughs> what That's is brutal. happening? I don't know. It's uh, It's like 80 degrees here. Ah! So I, don't get, I, don't get, I don't get what's going on up there, but... Oh, it was 70 degrees here two days ago. It's now snowing. It's like, welcome to spring in Cleveland. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, Isn't it uh, weird? Everybody, no matter where you're from, they pride themselves on like how the drastic the weather is everywhere. Yeah. Do they say, do they say that in Cleveland? Like, oh, if you don't, if you don't like the weather, just wait 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. They say that here. I like, I couldn't believe it when I heard that in, in Florida. In like, Florida? If you don't like the weather, yeah. wait 10 minutes. You don't minutes? like the weather. Because it might start raining. I'm like, I don't I don't qualify rain as like a drastic <laughs> weather change. No. <laughs> like you can usually see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what. You know, after living around the country, cities everywhere, they all think they have the craziest weather and the worst drivers. Those are always the two things. That every single city could be like, boy, the drivers here are the worst. I'll tell you what. And you're like, what the fuck? We're living in a 5,000 person town. There's a stop sign. What are you talking about? The drivers here are the worst. <laughs> what are you referring to? Yeah. This Barnesville, Minnesota. What are we What are we talking about? The drivers here are the worst. Oh, drivers in Barnesville? <laughs> Oof. Just. They run that stop sign, bro. They have no authority for the one stop sign. Yeah. None. None. Absolute chaos. Four families died this year. <laughs> All tractor now, crashes. If that was yeah, if that was the case, I'd be like, Jesus, maybe you're right. Yeah. But but, but it, yeah. it's not. Uh, after living in Fargo, North Dakota, every other climate and the people in that climate are soft. That's what they are, dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, that's why I say that because it's a joke. Joke, comically soft human beings. It's just how it is. Mm -hmm. Real hardened people live in Canada, Russia, and the Great White North of America, aka Minnesota <laughs> and North Dakota. That's it. Those are the hardest people on earth. That's why they drink copious amounts of alcohol because there's nothing fun to do other than just get hammered constantly. And just just pack on their own like 
blubber. Does that make sense? They just eat hearty cheese soup. They, they just look makes at a brick sense. of cheese and they go, I need to liquefy and drink this with a spoon. It's <laughs> the only way to get through what I call the holidays. I can confirm that drinking cheese with a spoon. It's always doing that up there. It's just so good. Oh, yeah. For uh, dinner. What's for dinner, Mom? We've got a bowl of hot cheese. <laughs> Get your spoons. That was what would happen growing up on holidays. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. What's the, what's the bowl made out of? Well, we can't just have normal bowls. The bowl also has to be made out of food. <laughs> we have to just... We eat the bowl. It's made of bread. And at the same time, yeah. our table is made of ham. Everybody just eats until they hit the floor. Because that's everything's just edible as they just go down. Fucking, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking it. I love it. Um, we can't so go on any granola. What's granola? Sorry, that was a weird interjection. What are you talking about? What is why am I, I'm just like blanking? What is granola? I'm gonna paint that up as what. Yeah. Let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Let me ask. Let me ask you. This. What would you say granola is? Dude, I'm like going insane right now. Have you ever like not been able to think of something? I couldn't even picture what granola is. I know the word. I'm, I'm going nuts. I was talking about having a dinner table made of ham, and all of a sudden you pop up, what is granola? Like it's a goddamn okay. Jeopardy answer. What are you talking about? Okay, to be fair, I was going to say like, oh, and the spoon was made of granola. But then I started to think of like, what is granola? Is that even possible? And I still can't think of what, I couldn't picture it. I don't know what it tastes like, what foods <laughs> it, it it's in. Now entering the tank factory. <laughs> Let's get your take on granola, Mike. What do you got? Okay. What do you have? Dude, I, I have no take. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not exaggerating. I keep thinking in my head of like graham cracker. I keep wanting to say granola cracker, but that's not a thing. What is wrong with you? What is going on? Granola's oats. I think I... They're oats. Okay, like granola bar. That's the thing. God dang it. That's so embarrassing. That's what? concerning. What are you thinking? Actually. Is I it think I'm having a stroke. Granola's got to be a bunch of different oats and grains combined, right? Isn't that granola? And they're usually bunched together with like honey. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of Yeah, like a granola a granola bar. Like chewy granola bars growing up. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta understand, like I didn't even know if it was a, something that went on steak or if it was a dessert. <laughs> I couldn't even think of that. But okay. What a waste of time. Wow. Here it is. Granola anyway. is a breakfast food consisting of rolled oats, nuts, honey, and other sweeteners such as brown sugar, sometimes puffed rice, that is usually baked until crisp, toasted, and golden brown. During baking process, the mixture is stirred to maintain loose breakfast cereal consistency. Granola. Yeah. No, I, I got that. 
I guess I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but, now, yeah. Oh, now you're all Mister Confident. No, oh, you don't have to well, read me the definition it, of granola. It's not like I didn't know it. Who was it? Just yeah, questioning. Dude, yeah, I know what granola is. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I God. didn't a minute ago. Oh man, that's a weird man. That's weird. It's the melatonin. It just zaps your brain. There you go. I just love that the fact that someone clicked on this podcast to find out what YOLO investing is and what it's about and everything. And they're like, these fuckers don't even know what granola is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of them kind of does, but he had to look it up. The other one had no clue. All right, now let's tell you what what we want you to do with your finances. Yeah, hey, now here's what you got. Here's what you got to do with your money. Hey, Pike, let me ask you this. Okay. <clears throat> what What was the last time you bought a new pair of shoes? When we moved here to Florida, we went to the store, and uh, I got a pair of. Uh, I think I told you this. Converse, Chuck Taylor's, very iconic shoe. Can you picture yes. them? I think you, yeah, I, I guess. It's not granola. It's not this elusive, mysterious no, okay. product. I understand what Chuck Taylor's are. Yeah. yeah they're black, white soles. And so uh, I got a pair of those. And I will say that I've always wanted them, you know, because I'm, like, I'm, into, I'm into pop punk and I'm in a band and, you know, it's like, I should be able to wear these, but I grew up always being afraid. I knew I'd show up to school one day and if I like ditched my Nikes for some Converse's, people were going to make fun of me. So I never did. So now as a 30 year old, I'm like, all right, now's the time. Now's the time. But I don't really wear them because man, you can't really slip them on. <laughs> like it's, it's a, it's a it's chore a to a lace those bitches up. Yeah. Everything so I, in the punk still pretty community fresh. is a fucking commitment, Pike. Everything. Yeah, like all the buttons they wear. That's a commitment. Hairstyles, mohawks, a lot of work. Uh-huh. A lot of work. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, people are like, oh, slouchers. No, the opposite. How much work goes into that? How much product you need for a mohawk? Yeah. Well, so much. Have you ever had a mohawk? Um, j- temporarily, but yeah. I had one. Yeah, I uh, grew my hair out in college, and I it was a big one. And I shaved it, and I had it for like three months. No way. I think I've seen a picture of that. It's a weird thought. It was weird. You with a mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird with me with long hair. Were you being hair. serious about was like it? like down to here. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I was pretty, uh, I mean, it was just for fun. I was like, ah, whatever, I'll get a mohawk. But then I used to landscape. So I'd get up at like, you know, 6 a.m. and go to work. And I'm not putting gel or hairspray in my hair to prop up the mohawk. So I'm just putting a hat on. And it's weird when you put a hat on, on a f- like a flimsy mohawk. Like, it's like a limp dick on your head. It's just hanging off to one side. You know what I mean? You got the hat on. It's all feels all weird underneath because it's cold outside and your head's cold. I don't know. It's just it was all bad. It was all bad. Well, you got to get a picture of that. How do you not post a picture of that like every week? My mohawk? Yeah. 
It's around here somewhere. I, you know what I have? It looks weird because it's a picture of a picture. You know, this is back before like yeah. cell cell phone cameras and that kind of stuff. I'm yeah, giving well, my fine. aging. Most myself. of the people's old old pictures are that. Yeah. You take a picture of the picture. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I gotta find. I'll well, why find you it. Get that. I'll get yeah, it. You, I'll put it up on the. If I Post find that. it, I'll put it up on the Patreon. How about that? All right. That's the other thing we got to talk about go. real quick. The Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Are we doing this thing that we talked about yesterday? Are we making that announcement? I'm in on it. If are you, you? If you are, yeah. All right. Here's what the announcement is. The announcement is that uh, five on Friday. We're going to do a five on Friday tomorrow, but... Five on Friday is going to be moving exclusively to the Patreon page. So if you enjoy Five on Fridays, we're going to start doing that only on Patreon. There's a couple reasons why. Um, mostly because as we do this show more and more, it kind of just... I I love Five on Friday. I think it's awesome, but it doesn't really fit. It doesn't really fit this show. So we're going to be doing still five shows a week. And then what we'll do is we'll put the Five on Friday over on patreon that'll be a patreon exclusive thing so if you're already a member of the patreon a member of the special committee cool man i love it definitely sign on up there we send out you uh some free stickers that right there it starts at a dollar a month you get this guy right you become an elevated member we allow you to vote on cool stuff that we do all the time here on the show three dollars a month you become a member of project pay him which is awesome which you'll get to a chance to vote and help us do massive public practical jokes over there project pay him, project pay him. which is dope and then five dollars a month you get boom member of the special committee sticker which means that you get all the extra bonus video content and podcast episodes that'll be up there on the patreon and by the way when you sign up for this guy you get all three of these stickers which is cool because you get access to all three levels of membership. So there you have it. Join us where we like to save money all the time. But then when Project Payham comes around, we'd like to blow a load of cash. Just blow it all over. And then we spend it on some frivolous, stupid, public, practical jokes. It is a, it is a damn good time. Damn good time. All right, Pike, let's get to YOLO investing, man. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I've been waiting. Because I know you're a giant gambler, and when I read about YOLO investing, I'm like, Pike seems like yeah, he'd be I'm, down with YOLO investing. Yeah, well, YOLO is a lot of the, I guess, uh, um, the thinking behind most of my financial decisions. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's what I say to defend them. Do you really? Is that what you're saying in your head? Yeah, well, like if you don't, if you don't want to, if you don't feel like investing a bunch or saving, it's like, well, I'm just gonna die once. So yeah, let's just do it. Okay, so I is that going against what? Totally disagree yeah. with that logic. I mean, mm -hmm. that's awful. Trust me, since we've been doing this finance thing, I'm like, I'm coming around. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Do you say is that essentially what YOLO investing is? Not yeah. investing at all. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, I guess you could technically say it's investing, but I wouldn't consider it investing. And we're going to get into it. But I think I read a study saying that, like, it was about women buying stuff. But the number one thing women say when they buy stuff is, "I deserve this," which I thought oh, was yeah. interesting. I was like, "Oh, 
So like, I'm going to get this dress. I deserve this. Right. And then they go and they buy it or I'm going to get these shoes. Is that what you're saying? Like, I'm sure it's not just women. I'm sure it's a bunch of people. They just feel like, you know, I worked hard this week. I deserve this. And then they, you know, indulge. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. My wife it always has a reason for buying these things. And I never ask, but I get one. It's like, well, I just, you know, I just needed, I needed shoes. I'm like, you did? Did we need shoes? Were the other one, the other ones had holes in them or no, it just, I hadn't gotten you in a while. I'm like, okay. Cause you just told me that a month ago about the other shoes, but I, whatever. I didn't ask, but now I'm involved. Right. There also comes a thing in investing in a relationship where you just shut the fuck up and you just let them buy the shoes. You're like, all right, I'm going to have to just can't die on this hill. I have to let these shoes happen. You know, it's like I you try. Yeah, but uh, it's like their guilt. Like they have to explain them, even though you, you had no concern at all. Oh, I see what you like, mean. Yeah, yeah. OK, yeah. yeah like, like, you didn't up. have to justify and... the shoe purchase. It's fine. Yeah. At some points, if it gets out of hand, then yeah, I might ask a question or two. But for now, you know, just whatever. Just do your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At some point when, you know, it starts becoming uh, uh, a life inhibitor, that's when you start be like, you know, that's when you get to bring out the big sign and the banner. You have to sit them down. Look, you've bought an 600 pairs of shoes in the past two weeks. We are now unable to pay rent because of your shoe addiction. That's when you have to have a bit of an intervention and you have to sit them down. In a garage sale. <laughs> yeah. It's just a shoe. It's just a blowout. Ha absolutely. Well, here's what YOLO investing is. It's essentially what you were just describing, but YOLO, for those who don't know, you only live once. That's what it stands for. So, which is true. I believe that you only live once, but I rather live my one time in a house and not out on the street. So I have, this is where our opinions diverge from YOLO investing. And let me break it down because there are pros. That's why people do it. And there are cons to this that a lot of people don't like to talk about. So, YOLO, in terms of investing, what does that mean? That's when you go all in on a stock. And by all me, all in, I mean like you throw down your entire nut right on one single stock because you think that stock is undervalued or you think that stock is going to go up in price. It's you only live once. Just picture yourself on the poker table, just pushing all your chips in. And that's YOLO on a stock so we've been hearing a lot about it if i could you know your poker reference is fine but yeah. i think a better example would be like uh um would be like roulette okay like some people you know like there's 40 numbers or 39 and then you got like the odd and even and black and red and some people put like one chip like one dollar chip on freaking a hundred of them so you might hit one and get like a couple bucks back from that but it's like how exciting is that so when i play roulette i would rather put if i had 20 dollars instead of spreading them out i just put them all in one and if you hit that one the payout is way bigger and it's way more exciting true so definitely true which is how often which is why does it happen you, not as often you know just the odds are but 
If it does once, it's worth it. No. No, I totally disagree. Dude, at a bachelor party, I was uh, I put 20 bucks on the roulette table, and my budget was like $50 the entire night. My 50, I put $20 on, lost. Put another $20 on, lost. All right, looks like uh, looks like my night has $10 left on it. Okay. Ah, uh, shit, uh, I'm out. You know what I mean? What am I? It sucks. I'd rather make $2 at a time. Slowly. Does that I make disagree. Sense? And you can't just like base it off one poor gambling experience. I'm not basing off one poor gambling experience. I've put money in the stock market and lost, which is what we're going to be talking about here during YOLO investing because it's not for everyone. So, you okay, so think think like AMC and uh, fucking GameStop and all these things that are going bananas right now. These are YOLO investors. These are people that are saying, you know what? I'm going to put my life savings down on a single stock, which... As Pike was just saying, yes, you, all you got to do is hit it once. But that's the thing. It only hits once out of all the other times. So it's a little bit different in stocks, right? Because stocks usually can fluctuate up and down. The, uh, the, the opposite of YOLO, in my opinion, would be diversification, which I am a much bigger fan of, which we'll talk about here in a second. But there's a reason why people do YOLO, and that's because... Like Pike said, you hit it once, you make a bunch of money. So just real basic stuff. If I have $50,000 and I put it into a stock and the stock price goes up $3, then I just turn my 50 into 150. Does that make sense? Did I do that it right? It does make sense. I don't know if I did that right. I mean, I guess it did just 3x. Did I? I don't know. I'm really bad at math. But essentially, you, that's how quickly you can make money. However, there's always the converse side of it. The inverse of all this is that you can obviously lose money. Stocks drop. Companies go bankrupt. Companies go down. And the stock doesn't even have to go all the way to zero because this is when I talk about how psychologically it's not for everyone. And this is the part I don't think a lot of people talk about because... It's not just as easy as I take $50,000, I put it up, I wait for the stock to go up, and then I pull out and I make a bunch of cash. Because what happens is, Pike, people aren't dumb in the stock market. And what happens is if I buy $50,000 of a stock in a single day, guess what? People are going to get alerted. People are going to be looking at like, whoa, 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 what the hell? Now, all of a sudden, people might not want to buy and fill your order for 50,000 shares or $50,000 worth of a stock price, because they might go, wait a minute, uh, uh, a little bit of a demand here. I'm going to want some more money for this stock. So price goes up, which means it cuts into your profit. Then on top of that, you also have to think about trading fees, transaction fees. All this stuff is going to rob you of your profit. That, by the way, they get no matter what. And then once you buy in, the stock can still go down in price. So there's a lot more, there's a lot of factors playing in here than just, oh, I buy $50,000 worth of something and I make money. And that's that's not the case. Stocks don't yeah. always just go up. Yeah, I didn't know all of that. So, you know, <laughs> something to consider. Something to consider. It's like at a casino, they just, it's, you just get the money. You just get the money right away. Now, 
they'll say you're supposed to pay taxes on some of this stuff, but I mean, who does? I no pay taxes on this stuff. What are you talking? About? Who the hell's gonna? Who knows? Like. Dude, I didn't fill out a W-9 when I walked into the casino. Well, it depends on how much money they make. Uh, if you win a bunch of money, they actually do hand you that. And they get your information yeah. down and they file taxes. So you have to file taxes because the casino's filing taxes. Yeah. I don't. I, what's how much the money have you won at one point? Like in one sitting? Like yeah. Four grand? Yeah, you have to pay taxes on that. I think it's over $2,000. <laughs> and now that's documented so well, this might be one of the last shows that's not true because also you've lost a lot of money and so every single time you lose money gambling then that takes down off of your overall profit now don't say oh, anything okay. else pike fuck by all means well, that's okay. how i that's how i justify it it's like well i've lost i've given them plenty of money so. no 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 i'm not i'm not irs wise don't say anything else You've also lost a lot of money gambling time and time again. Just say yes. Just say yes, Mike. I don't. Yeah, I don't need to make that up. That okay. is, yeah. There you go. That's there you go. Way too true. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get into the psychology of it because yoloing sucks, dude. If you put all your money into something. And then all of a sudden, you watch your 50 grand drop down to 30 grand in a day and then drop down 10 more thousand dollars. And now you're down to 20 grand. What are you going to do? It takes a certain set of cojones to sit in that thing and just watch your life savings dribble and trickle away. You know, like, oh, my God. That's a that's a brutal thing. And a lot of people, it's one thing to say YOLO and push all your chips in and go all in on one single stock. It's another thing to stay in it. Yeah. Because what a lot of people don't talk about is this uh, uh, GameStop and AMC and even Dogecoin, all this stuff. Anybody who's yellowing on a certain investment, what they're not talking about is who's left holding the bag. Because as stock, stock prices go up and more people jump in on it, then it becomes this, oh man, not everybody's going to be sitting there once the stock starts dipping. If you bought in at $300 a share and everybody else bought in at $4 a share, you bet your ass that everyone's getting out when it hits $300 a share. You know what I mean? Or $400. Stocks don't always go up. So it's a very... I don't, I, you know, the people left, the, I like to think if that, you know, there's a saying like, you know, if the, if the valet guy and the bellhop and all these other people are giving you stock tips, then it's too late. Like if, if your grandma's telling you about GameStop, how do I get in on GameStop? Then you're like, oh shit, I'm holding the bag on GameStop. I gotta get, I gotta get out of here, man. So yeah, no. It's very dangerous. That's all. Well, yeah, but with the danger comes some reward. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah, of course. There's going to be 7% of people, whatever, 10% of people profiting greatly. And the other 90% are the ones buying in at $300 a share right before it crashes. Or they're holding right. it and they're making 100 bucks, so they're losing 100 bucks. 
Maybe they even lose their $300 a share. We're going to get into options here. when We'll talk about buying options and the pros and cons of that because a lot of this is buying options. But at the same time, uh, it's like when you're going all in and you're buying a stock and you're just buying straight shares of a stock, it's it's better idea, in my opinion, to diversify. It's just not my opinion. It's like Warren fucking Buffett's opinion. And you don't have to follow me, but I would recommend listening to Warren Buffett because so go ahead. Just hypothetical here, but could I take the money in my 401k and transfer it to one single stock without like having to withdraw it? Is that a possible, is that a thing you can do? Uh, yeah, you can. If it's in, if you just keep it in your IRA. Yeah. So right now it's in your 401k, which means you have to subscribe to your employer's plan. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what a 401k is. They have a deal made out with whatever broker. Um, but whatever money you have in your 401k, excuse me, you can transfer to an IRA. And then essentially that's your individual retirement account, right? So you can do what you want with it, but you can't withdraw that money. Okay. So... You could technically, I mean, ugh, I hate saying it. Why would you go all in on one stock in an IRA? But that's your fucking retirement. No, just, listen, right. wouldn't you, wouldn't you recommend doing, taking it all out of your 401k and putting it into like a Bitcoin? Wouldn't that make more sense? No, no, no. Why not? No. Didn't you say didn't you say you're a finance lady in the news? Ugh, just said awful. it's like Ash trash booty going cheeks. Up? Yeah, it's one person. Who cares what one person says? Ah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Your IRA should be as diversified as you possibly can have it because that is your retirement account. Do you want to bet your whole future on a single stock now? Uh-uh. You want that thing to grow slowly over time because it's insurance that Pikey will be able to afford food once you retire. You have 30 years in the job market still. You're 30 years old. You're 35 years still more of work left. Okay, so if by the time you tap into that retirement account, you want that thing to be growing slow and steady and not dropping. If you put in a single business, First of all, you don't know if that one business is going to be around in 35 years. You don't know if it's going to be around 10 years. If, okay. Imagine if you that's put all fair points. fucking blockbuster, man. It's going to be the thing. I'm there every Friday night. Everyone's there. It's always packed. Nothing's conditioned. Who doesn't love movies? Everyone loves movies. 10 years later, it doesn't exist anymore. You want to diversify as much as you can. So yeah, don't do, do do not YOLO your retirement. <laughs> that is the worst idea ever. Just thinking out loud. That's Jesus. fine. No, no, no. I'm not saying for you. I'm saying if if the committee was thinking about okay. that kind of stuff. So here's the thing: diversification. God, it's like the word infrastructure. It's not sexy. It doesn't it doesn't pop off the news page. People aren't just freaking out about it, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's slow, it's steady, it's consistent, but it's a much better bet 
is it still a bet? Yes, it's a much better bet. It's a much safer bet. You're, you have data to show it. These YOLO investors on GameStop, although, hey, look, dude, I, I bought AMC. I thought that was an undervalued stock. I bought it uh, mid-pandemic. No one's going to the movie theater. It's just dying on a hook there on the vine. It's like, but we're going to come out of the pandemic, and we're going to get away with staying inside the home. People are going to want to get out. I thought it was a undervalued stock. I bought AMC. Here's the other thing, though. I'm not like all in on this stuff. If you're buying these these meme stocks, then and you're just doing it for fun, I see nothing wrong with it. Honestly, I if it's not your life savings, I think if it scratches an itch, if it's like Pike, your wife or my wife buying shoes, it makes them it's fun, it makes them feel good, then go for it. As, as long as it's not detracting from your budget and you're you're not selling stock out of your diversified portfolios to get in it because then it's like dude now you're risking now there's more risk if this is fun like i would buy gamestop instead of buying a ps5 like that to me is more fun i have more fun watching stock prices go up and down i i I have more fun buying options than i do playing video games does that make sense but i understand why people play video games same reason why i like buying options it's just, it's fun. Right. I'm not betting the house on it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Wait till we talk okay, about options, fine. Pike. Wait till we talk about that, dude. I think you would have a lot of fun buying options. <laughs> I think this is going to be your new, your new thing, dude. I don't think you're going to have to go play blackjack anymore because it's like the same shit. It really is. Well, I have no idea what they are, so I'm, I'm intrigued. Cool. All right. We'll talk about that next week for sure. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Bingo. let's get to the uh, news that matters. Yes, this is right. the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Hey, good chat today. Good good stuff on YOLO investing. Hey, you know who Randy Zuckerberg is? No. What? Randy, with an I, oh. is uh, Mark Zuckerberg's sister. All right. So she's spilling some details about Marky Mark and his uh, his life before becoming a billionaire. Yeah. She said that when he graduated high school, this was interesting, that his father, uh, whose name was Edward, actually offered him two options. He said, A, you can go to school at Harvard University, or I'll give you a McDonald's franchise for you to own and run right out of high school. So, uh, Mark, as we know from the Justin Timberlake movie, he decided to go to Harvard. He eventually dropped out of Harvard, but it worked out for him. But what would you have done in that situation? Not knowing that you would eventually start Facebook and become $66 billion rich. Yeah. Because, you know, I did a little research. Um, I don't just find these stories two minutes before we go on. No, I did some research. And I, I found that the average owner of a McDonald's franchise is pulling in about $90,000 a year. And a lot of them, plenty of them, are higher, like six figures. So, you know, it's pretty safe. McDonald's, like you just talked about Blockbuster, in my opinion, not going anywhere, doing well. No? Better than Burger okay, King. So what? Better than Burger King. Oh, dude. Well, Burger King deserves to die, 
I'll tell you why. Because they put those pop machines in their restaurants that combine a hundred different flavors. So then, yeah. when you want re- when you want regular tasting Coke, you can't get it. It I all know exactly tastes what you mean. like mango pineapple coke it's like get the hell out of here yep it's like residue on the nozzle and you're like what is this about dude no oh yeah no and even even if it is because i'll sit there and run the coke like just wasting coke because i want (laughs) to get all the vanilla (laughs) strawberry flavor out of the nozzle and even then it doesn't it still doesn't taste like coke i know exactly what you mean so annoying and you know what mcdonald's has the best coke they have the best tasting coca-cola oh Oh, and that's why they're winning. Yeah. Not to mention their, their burgers are just better. I agree. Their employees seem to do a better job. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. But I think McDonald's has turned turned the corner here, man, for sure. Uh, yeah. And are we thinking about like when we're 18 years old? Like we're not now. We're not thinking with our adult brain. We're thinking of it with our dumb 18 year old brain, right? Yeah. What try to try to put yourself there? What would you have done? You think? I would have went to Harvard. I would have went to college. I would have went, dude, I would have went to a community college. Obviously, okay, so if I'm in his position, he comes from a family of privilege. If your dad's just going to give you a fucking, here's a franchise. Like, obviously, you come from money. So I would say college. Because if you're coming from money, it's like, yeah, the franchise will always be there. Ah, my dad's got money. Ah, whatever. But when you're 18, you're like, I got to get the fuck out of here, dude. I got to get out of my house. I got to go. I set my own adventure. I got to hit hit the road. You know, that's how I was when I was 18. So I think I would have. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Harvard. It just would have been college. I would have been. I would have been there. No doubt. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Same thing for you. Were you the same way? I think so. But I was also working at Arby's. You know, I was like climbing the fast food chain. Oh, yeah. Um, so that maybe would have been appealing, you know, like, oh, I could, I could run at McDonald's, you know, I could, I'll be the best McDonald's franchise owner in the tri-state area. Yeah. I think ultimately I, I would have gone to college though. Cause I did go to college and it turns out like. It was a colossal did, waste of money. It was, it was, it was, it was a waste of money, time, time and money. <laughs> so I have no reason to believe I wouldn't have done the same thing. <laughs> Except for it would have been colossally more expensive at Harvard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you got to think about all the people you meet, all those connections. That's that's the real tuition of Harvard. It's getting to mingle with all those rich families. Like mm-hmm. they, you just pick up the phone later in life and be like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I got that franchise money. You need an angel investor for your thing called the internet? You know, that kind of, you know, well, you're starting a company called... <laughs> Google, huh? Hmm. Sounds promising. I'll dump all my franchise money into it. It's not really mine. It's my father's, but he gave it to me. It's fine. That's what you want. You want that trust fund baby money. That Winklevoss money, you know, and you want to just sink it into whatever ridiculous, disruptive. I have an idea for an app. Really? Yeah, I need $100 million to start my business idea. Okay, here you go. Make me a partner. Like, ah, these freaking people, dude. I just drives me nuts. Drives me nuts out of jealousy, and it also drives me nuts out of just like opulence. Just too much cash. To, you know what I mean? They're just ugh. 
Fuck. Ridiculous. I hate them too. Yeah. Those Winklevoss twins, though, they were good looking guys. God damn. And then they row boats too. You're like, you gotta. I know. You gotta be rich and you gotta row boats. Like, can't you pick one? God. You know? I know. Is there is there more of a rich guy sport than rowing? That's got to be the like golf has been taken over by like you know us. <laughs> like, Absolutely, like dude, yeah. Dudes yeah. in shorts drinking beer, okay, and yeah. bringing our own beer in our golf bag so we don't have to pay for it from the cart lady. So it's like you know you're like <laughs> just real real shabby human beings getting on the course. Rowing though, no poor guy owns his own like speed rowing boat. I don't even know what they're called. I, I, canoes. Last time I checked, <laughs> is that the same thing? No. Calling it First a of all, you need like thirty friends, which I don't have. Secondly, you need a friend that just yells at you the commands. Right. Fourth, you got to bring the boat down to the river every day. What are you doing? How do you put that thing? I don't have a car big enough for that. I, uh, the boat is huge. It's like a Viking ship. It's this massive thing. Got to drop it in the water. Got to get all the friends down there wearing the same colored shorts. This it never happened. This would never happen in my life. I mean, there's a way to do it. How would you, you do dock it? the boat? Oh, you could dock dock the boat. Now you got to pay docking Leave fees. I'm not paying extra money for a hobby. You know, you use it one day a week. You get down there on the weekends. You're like, ah, I got to wake up early. It's like cycling. You got to put on the outfit. I'm not wearing that outfit. I'm never going to be a cyclist. Can't hang. Because you don't want to wear the outfit? I'm not wearing that fucking outfit. Why? Because it's too tight? Yeah. What, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk in like I'm tab dancing. Do I go buy a bottle of water at a gas station? What do you think about um, wrestling attire? singlets yeah but that's like that's a different, yeah that's not, it's not like i go oh it's my day off i think i'll put on my singlet and go down to the gym and wrestle some dudes it's, it's like it's a, that's a whole different thing you're on a team you go out multiple days a week you're practicing that's like a lifestyle cycling is like hey i'm old and i got bad knees I'm trying to lose weight let me put on my spanks and go hang out with some other guys while I'm looking at their ball sacks. No way, dude. Hey, look at these ball sacks. That's what they're thinking. Let me wear super tight pants that have padding in the ass so I can be more comfortable on my, you know, my, my bike tires the size of a human hair. No, I'm not getting, I'm not doing any of this, dude. Oh, they do have the stupid small little tires, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Be honked at by cars, yelling at people, not stopping at red lights. Nah, fuck that. I'm not about it at all. All right. There you go. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for watching. We got to dip out of here. Um, Hit the subscribe button if you can. I was in a mood today. I think I woke up too early. At Sparks, uh, uh, YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. You can get Pike over on all social media at Pike Taylor Radio. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media. And uh, that's it for the show. Hit the Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Anything else there, Pike? YOLO investing. I'm all about it. Over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.